The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This week we are going to be talking a little bit about crowdfunding and probably some other ways that will help bands to get their name out there or to get some kind of funding to help them get off the ground. I'm Adam and I'm here with Simon. Hello and good day to you, sir. Good day. How you doing, man? How have you been the last couple of weeks? Yeah, good. Nice. Yeah, it's getting nice. a bit warmer. So, um, um, yeah, how have you been? Nice. Um, <laughs> good, yeah, good to hear. <laughs> yeah, good. Nice. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool, man. Good. Um, I've been... I've been playing some old school games um, again, not streaming yeah. them, just playing them. I've been playing. Um, right. Did you ever play Zombies Ate My Neighbors? No. Was that okay. Mega Drive? Yeah, Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah. but I, I got it on Steam, and it works with a controller. It's like oh, nice. a um, yeah, it's like a. I, I don't know. I had to, it's hard to explain it. It is a two D game, but you're looking at it from like an overhead view. Isometric. But slightly, yeah, isometric. Yeah, um, yeah. it's awesome. It's awesome. You're going with like a gun and all the, the levels are based on like horror movies and stuff. It's very cool. But yeah, awesome. if you know about that game. If you don't, I suggest you go play it if you um like old school games. Zombies I've age, heard about it a lot. Neighbors. Yeah. From like, well, on Reddit, people bring up old games all the time. Like what's a game that that you remember that nobody else remembers? And, and that I've seen that one on there quite a bit. Yeah, there was For another various, one various that came out by the same makers called Ghoul Patrol as well. And that's another good one, similar. A lot harder, but a very similar game. Never heard of that one. Yeah, they're both pretty sick, man. Pretty sick. They they cost me nothing. It was like two quid. It's like, yeah, sweet. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, and uh, I'm going to see Paradise Lost in London next week. So Oh, very nice. I'm looking forward to that because um, I'm one of those people, right? I, I'm, a, I'm one of those cheaters. I sneakily Cheater. looked at the set lists they've been playing up leading up to the gig and it's very yeah. good. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I always nice. have a look. I don't look like the two nights before. I just have a look at like the first couple of shows to sort of get an idea of what they're what they're gonna play. And um yeah, it looks pretty good. So yeah, we're seeing them electric ballroom next yeah. Friday. So yeah. Nice. Buzzing for that. But apart from that, nothing to report. What about you, sir? Well, talking about uh gigs. The Saliva gig has definitely been 100% postponed. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> I heard about I'd heard about it when we recorded last time, but not every venue was saying it. And Saliva hadn't actually released released that, saying that it was postponed themselves. So I was hoping. I was living in hope that uh, maybe <laughs> it was just a couple of venues, but no. It's oh. definitely off. I've definitely got to wait till 2023. Fuck. And that will be 20 years then. 20 years. Holy hell. That's crazy, dude. 
What what date is yeah. it? Did they give you dates or did they just say 2023? They haven't said. I think it's going to be around pe- February again, though. Okay. Won't be exactly the same date, but... Um, well, yeah, listen, you've waited ago. how long? You can wait another year. I know it sucks, <laughs> yeah. but you're going to have to, man. Yeah. Well, it was... Um, I got into them from... Uh, talking old games again. Um, on, the play- on the PlayStation 2, there was uh, MX 2002. The motocross oh. game. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember those. Yeah, they had literally. I, I muted every other song apart from the two Saliva songs that was on there <laughs> because I didn't like any of the others. <laughs> and that's what got me into them. Nice. That's cool. I bet a lot of people got into bands because of video games. I remember playing like Need for Speed Underground. How was a lot of people like discovered? Like static, they had Static X had the only on there, and loads of other yeah. bands had loads of hits. And like, I'm sure people. Just got, like you said, Tony Hawk's has always comes up as one because they just had killer soundtracks. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so many good like yeah. Gran Turismo. Like, there was loads of great games back in the day that had really, really. I think actually the fir- I think I've said this on the podcast before. The first time I heard Dragula by Rob Zombie was on a snowboarding game. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, Which, I can't uh... for the life of me remember. It was on the PlayStation One. I mean, my brother were like, "Yeah, this um... is sick." This is sick. I'll have to Google it and and find Possibly out what it was from. Could be something like that. Um, Sean White, 1080 snowboarding. That might have been only N64. Is where you find out you dreamt the whole thing up. Yeah, it was Sledstorm. Sledstorm. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. It was called Sledstorm, and it was Dragula by Rob Zombie. Yeah, man. Nice. Oh my god. Oh, the, I was going to say the SSX games. I had good soundtracks as well. Hells yeah. There's a lot of those. We were so blessed back in the day, man. Some of those games, they just looked like, they they looked like crap. (laughs) Well, at the time they looked good, but you look back now and you're like, "Ah." but the soundtracks were fantastic. Like you said, they had all this great licensed music. But yeah, yeah, Sledstorm. Don't ask. Don't remember. I think, do you know, I think I can picture the cover now, but that's about it. I I never played it. Obviously, I thought I remembered it as snowboarding, but it wasn't. It's sled, obviously. Yeah. So, cool. um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So yes. Th- but yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, um, I'm still, oh, obviously, you know, I'm back to work properly yeah. now. I'm, I'm learning all of my new duties. It's hard work learning a man. <laughs> so I've just been, my ass has been kicked so much by my job recently. And um, oh, and kids, kids are hard. Kids are still hard. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite funny the other day. I wrote it down because I was going to talk about it on here. I was just just messaged a friend who I haven't spoken to for a little while, just randomly one night, and he replied the next day, saying like, "Yeah, we called to meet up." He doesn't have a lot of time because of kids, and I was replying saying I don't have much time either. And as I was replying, I had to stop and go and sort the kids out <laughs> while I was saying I don't have much time because of the kids because um, oh, I, was, I was just out the back and um, Soren came in from the toilet opened the stair gate and Nova barged through the stair gate and started going up the stairs so I was like shit right gonna go and follow him you can't you can't take your eyes off of them so yeah they're hard work yeah god I'm not trying to get sympathy but but yeah this is for listeners if if you've got some friends who have got young kids Send them a message. They, um, they would really definitely appreciate it. Take him away from the the the, the, ch- the evil children that they're watching every two seconds. They, they have less time than you think. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure they'd appreciate it. 
yeah, hopefully, um, well, there's probably a lot of parents that listen to this, right? I mean, that makes no. I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, we're only 25, but I'm just saying, you know, other people that listen to this that are mid to late 30s, they're pretty. That's pretty much yeah. the age you, you know, you've got kids these days. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, that's that's about all I've done as well. Work and kids, nothing yeah. new for me. Obviously, going to bed a lot earlier because I put my hours up, so I don't, I don't really have time to play games anymore. Oh man, never mind. <clears throat> well, good news, everyone. We should go to the news. Yes, let's move to the news. Oh, this will be your bit. I put it in the last episode. Was it? Was that the yeah. first time or the second? First time. time. First time. It? First time. First time. This is the news. Yeah, it's funny, man. It makes me laugh. We've got news coming for you now. (laughs) Shut up. The the news is going to come now. This is the news. But yeah, so, as I said, good news, everyone. Futurama's back. Oh, and I never said to you, I said that to you before we started recording, but good news, everyone, is a, is a saying from the show. Oh, really? You obviously wouldn't have known that. I assumed you would have you would have watched it. No, me and Ad were talking before um, we started the podcast, and I told him that I've probably seen about two episodes of Futurama, and I know that's criminal to some people, but I've just we just Googled it before and realized that it's all on Disney+, Plus, so... I am going to start watching it. <laughs> and um, yeah, you're right, dude. Like, I'm like a big sci-fi guy. Why have Why have I not watched it? Yeah. It's like perfect. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, um, I'm getting through Red Dwarf again at the moment as well. Yes. Nice. What, uh, I, what season are you on? I've just hit season 10, I think. Wow. That's after, way through. Uh, the, after the Back to Earth. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I'd but... never seen that Back to Earth bit. What did you think? I thought it was quite good. It it's was, awesome. Um... It's yeah, it was all... weird. Back to Earth is awesome. I hated that the people didn't like it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. But yeah. Um, yeah, the last season I saw was season 10 as well. I didn't realize they had done two recent or more recently and a film. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be watching them for the first time soon. Awesome, man. Wicked. Awesome. Yeah, Red Dwarf is just like it's just always so good, so good. Yeah. I just yeah. love it. It's <laughs> a, what a show! Yeah, uh, but you said you have some actual proper news. Uh, well, music-related news, I guess not. To... Well, I got I got three things. I got three bits of releases that I'd like to give my lowdown on quickly, and then I've got one bit of news that I saw on a download page. And I've it's been confirmed now, and it is big news because it could have very big implications for Download Festival. So uh, I'll just run through these couple of little things. So, so, so the new Corn album came out. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Not properly. Not okay. with my mind on it. I have had it in my ears. <laughs> I only listened to it once all the way through, um, but it's, I, I think it's really good. It's really, really good. Um, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to it again because I was like, this is actually sick. It's quite short for a Korn album as well. It's only nine songs, which is really short, but uh, we've talked about this before. Bands are just doing shorter and shorter songs and shorter and shorter albums. Soon yeah. even bands like Korn won't make albums. They'll just make EPs. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't blame them. <laughs> no, it's just the way it's going. So um, so I gave that a four out of five because I thought it was very good. Um, that could go up or down depending on my next listen. Um, I listened to the new Red Hot Chili Peppers track. Didn't like it at all. I didn't know they had a new one out. Yeah, it's called Black Summer. Everyone was going cool. crazy about it, so I thought, okay, I love chilies. I like chilies as as as, as much as the next person i'll go and listen and i was like that that wasn't good so maybe i have to listen <laughs> to that again um and head p released a new album not an album just of head p songs like a a collab album um called califas worldwide and i don't like it at all no no it's a, i didn't this is really weird right i don't like collabs a lot you yeah. know like when bands do an album and it features loads of people, yeah, I I, I don't like that. I I've, I don't know why. I like one song featuring another person if it's really good. But there's been a bit of a trend. Obviously, it's been going for a long time now. But I really don't like when bands do featurings or loads of stuff with other bands. I want something that is from that band. If I want to listen to them, I know that sounds really strange. I'm sure there's other people that feel the same, but it always annoys me. <laughs> like really annoys me and yeah. i don't know why so i i listened to it and i was like i don't like any of this i never really thought about that i don't think it bothers me that much yeah i like like obviously there's songs where you have two singers on the same thing but it still sounds like the band but when they do like yeah. mash up stuff i've never yeah, been i've like just never been a fan of it i don't know no. why there's a few few albums you know, like reanimation Linkin Park, which is just fucking unbelievable. And uh, there's a few sort of, um, what word am I looking for? Uh, there's a word in my mind, but I can't get there. Um, so there's, there's a few things that sort of stand out from that, but, um, I can't, yeah. a few exceptions. That's why I could not think of the word exception. There's a few exceptions to that role, like yeah. reanimation. Okay. And I'm sure I'll think of others, but overall, yeah, I really don't like collab stuff. It, annoys me i find it cringy but that, that's just me yeah i hated reanimation to start with um i'm sure a because, lot of people did yeah because i think pretty much what you said is like it's too different to what they normally do and then i just forgot about it and i went back to it and i thought oh it's actually quite good <laughs> it really is yeah it really yeah. is yeah yeah it's, it's weird isn't it yeah um but yeah do, do you have anything before i go into this next bit of news because this might be this might we might be on this topic for a little bit because this is this is news, but it's n- I don't know if it's like our news. It might be might be main festival download news in a in a I don't know when, but yeah. at some point. Well, um, everything's kicking off with Spotify, isn't it? I don't know if you were going to go into that. I wasn't. No, well. but you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, well, I I haven't really fully looked into it. I know. Uh, all what you, you might know more than me, but uh, a lot of people are leaving Spotify, are taking their music off Spotify, yeah, um, because of Joe Rogan, aren't they? Yeah, I heard of maybe five or six to start with. I, the first person to do it was Neil Young, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first one I saw, and it, and it's all to do with misinformation on Joe Rogan's podcast, as far yeah. as I'm aware. I don't listen to it. I don't know what the misinformation is. I think it's all about COVID, but I don't know what it would that, be. Uh, as far as I know, I mean, I, I I pay no attention to the Joe Rogan stuff. I don't think I've ever 
listened to a bit of one of his podcasts, but I I always see his name mentioned in stuff. He, they're always in trouble for something. So I don't know. Like I, I don't really have an opinion on him as a, as a person. Like all I see is loads of memes of him, and I think that's really funny. But I don't, I don't actually know. Maybe I should listen <laughs> to one and see what I think. Because I know loads of people that really enjoy it. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah, all that misinformation stuff. I saw that. Yeah, I, I thought that the um, the people leaving Spotify thing wasn't related to the Joe Rogan thing. I thought the Joe Rogan thing was just he was in high water and arguing with Spotify. I thought that the um, maybe I've been seeing different articles. I thought that people were leaving Spotify because bands were complaining about how much that they get paid. Because that's the article that I saw. Oh, maybe, maybe they were separate things. Yeah, I thought they no, were separate, Neil but Young they might have an effect over. as well. Yeah, I, I, I saw things like uh, Neil Young and some other bands leaving and um, saying that oh, you know, we don't want to be on here anymore because we're not getting any money from it. So yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Neil Young, at least, was to, because of Joe Rogan. Okay. And then one person left in solidarity with him, uh, an older singer, female Maybe singer, that I had think. a knock-on effect. But yeah, I think... I mean, I've I've been seeing a lot of people posting about Spotify again mm. in the um, in like the, the, the Facebook download group and everything, saying like, they're not paying enough money and all that. Which bothers me a little. Well, does it bother me? It's like a lot of the arguments aren't thought out, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. It's like you can you can shout and shout and say they deserve more money, but there is no money extra to give, you know? It's not Spotify's yeah. fault that people aren't buying albums anymore. I, I think you should think of Spotify as like a radio service, but you can choose your own music. Yeah. Well, we, we said before, we... I put up a post the other day. We've talked about this, you know. If you're listening to this and you haven't heard our Spotify episode, we literally had an entire two-hour conversation about yeah. these exact subjects, like what two months ago, less than two months ago. Yeah, and we touched on a lot of the subjects that are now really relevant. So even yeah. then, they were sort of small issues or things that we thought about or other people had, and now they're kind of coming to fruition as like a forefront argument but we done a lot of i mean it was bad math probably but i think our <laughs> our our verdict on spotify was is is was there is there really much of a difference if it didn't exist you know like you said like would would you, would you, so many people listen to killers the album by iron maiden do more people listen yeah. to it now because you got more access to it or would people more people go out and buy an iron maiden killers cd is a difference negligible? We don't know that fact. So no. that's where we kind of landed on it. So <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I think everybody who's on Spotify chose to put their music on Spotify as well. You know, yeah. if, if you don't like it, take it off and sell CDs. <laughs> it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, well there's, other, there's other services. If you don't agree with yeah, Spotify, well, you can true. just keep all your stuff on Apple. A lot of people use Apple Music or just sell your yeah. stuff on Amazon or do whatever you don't have to go on but there's the, but then again we went into that last time where have people been pressured to feel like they have to be on there and i certainly would if i mean if i was making music that i would expect to get paid for i would definitely yeah. have my money on spotify because i would expect people to go there and try and find whatever music i was making so i would feel yeah. like i would have to be on there 
and I'm sure a lot of other bands feel like they have to be on there as well. So, yeah, well, there's it, only the old people who who are complaining as well because like mm-hmm. that they're used to getting hundreds of thousands of pounds from album sales, and it doesn't work like that anymore. Nope. Like all new bands, they're going to get themselves on there. They they're not making the money. They need to get their name out first to be able to make the money. Mm. So they will do it. And at what point do you change and go? Well, we're big now. We're big because of Spotify. <laughs> yeah. But yet, Spotify's not making enough money for us. Well, it's like we said before with all the um, MySpace bands. They all got huge yeah. on MySpace, and now <laughs> no one goes on it anymore. Like, no. what do you mean? Like, I'm sure in 20 years we'll be remembering what Spotify was. Yeah. <laughs> if we were doing this podcast in 2007, we would have been talking about how awesome MySpace is and what's this Facebook thing. Well, yeah. Um, and then, whoop, a couple of years <laughs> later, landslide. Oh, but it was still awesome. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think, I think I heard that basically the guy who made MySpace decided not to sell out, not to sell it to like the highest bidder to keep it grounded and down to earth, and that's why other people succeeded it. Yeah, well, he sold it to Fox, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh, so maybe he did sell out. I don't know. Yeah, okay, he sold it. I'm he wrong. sold it to Fox <laughs> for like a hundred and fifty. I think it might have been three hundred million. It was something. Hold on, let me let me have a look. Okay, quickly. right. Yeah, that was misinformation. It's a good job. Nobody is leaving <laughs> Spotify for us. <laughs> uh, Imagine that whole thing blows up. <laughs> Hashtag cancel dear download. Adam's been giving out <laughs> misinformation. Holy fuck! Well, this is why uh, we're glad that there's two of us. Yeah. Because we could just correct each other. I would say something that's absolute bullshit and you'd be like, wait a minute, that's definitely yeah. not right. And that's why I struggled to do it on my own to begin with because you have to do all the research mm. in the first place and get it right. <laughs> Whereas this, you just say what you want and like you said, you'd be corrected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you sure, need Joe I'm Rogan sure needs that. two of him. Yeah. Well, uh, here you go. How much did Tom make from MySpace? Holy shit. I didn't know it was this much. <laughs> Tom Anderson, often referred to as Tom from MySpace, the co-founder of the media. Anderson and his partners sold the company in 2005. Really? For $580 million. Fucking hell. Sold it to Fox, who I've heard conversations about this before, didn't know what they had. Right. didn't understand <laughs> so how social media worked or didn't understand the platform or that they literally had gold dust in their hands like you know this was before facebook facebook was still fucking in dorms in 2005 like these guys literally could have yeah. conquered the world of social media they had no idea yeah. what to do with it and they completely <laughs> fucked it like completely so yeah. that's what happened to myspace so tom got out for 580 <laughs> So bloody hell! Fair play, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That Sweet. Was, um, I can't believe that. I, I'm sure that's what I read on Reddit somewhere. Obviously, I didn't fact check it. Silly me. Um, but thank you, Simon, for no problem correcting me there. I mean, we we covered ourselves in episode one anyway, and said we can fucking get wrong. We 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 don't know. You you tell us if we're wrong. Yeah, we're all good, man. Yeah. Real okay. good. I'm sure I've chatted absolute breeze on some of these podcasts. Don't worry about it. <laughs> absolute breeze. <laughs> absolute That's breeze. A, it's a London. 
It's very London. I've yeah. Never heard of. <laughs> man's man's chatting breeze. Literally. I don't know that. I don't absolute, know what that is. <laughs> just means chatting absolute shit. Do you know what I mean? He's just yeah, chatting okay. rubbish. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, that, oh, like I said the whole Spotify thing is it's just blowing up again. People are getting angry. The bands aren't making enough money when the, the music industry has changed. You're not going to make that m- No, stop it. Talk about your news. Okay, so because we'll, we'll, we've got a whole episode on this. So uh, if you want to know more about how we feel about Spotify, go back and listen to episode, I want to say 15? Um, 13, I think it was. 30, okay, just before Christmas, yeah. So um, yeah, the, go listen to that about uh, is Spotify ruining the music industry? That was the name of that one. The news that I've got is something I saw and... Believe me, a lot of people chat absolute crap um, on the download groups on Facebook. Yeah. If you're not in one, you should go in one just for the memes because they're amazing. So if, you, if you're <laughs> yeah. a download fan, you're not in any of the download groups, go into groups, search Download Festival and join them because they are excellent. A lot of cringe in there. We know that happens, but also it's well worth being in there. They're wicked. But someone put up a picture and said that um, there had been a housing application put in for 4,000 homes on the 4, site. 4,000, that's a lot of fucking houses. Yeah, on the site that Donington, part of the, off to the racetrack, that um they hold the festival on, so a lot of the camping area and stuff like that. But that was in the picture that he sent on there. Now, I can't find that that information, that picture is relevant, could just be saying that he drew, but... I did look on Leicestershire Live and I can confirm that there has been an application for, and I'll quote this from uh, Leicestershire Live, a huge 316-acre swath of land currently made up of two farms, numerous fields and mature hedge grows and trees could become a development of up to 4,740 houses under new proposals at Donington Park. So there is a possibility yeah. that um, <laughs> download could become very different. Go. Don't you work for a housing company? I do. Couldn't you just put a bigger offer in <laughs> and then just forget to build them? Yeah, can you, sure. Can you do that? Yeah, I'll, I'll speak yeah. to the, uh, the MD tomorrow and be like, I mean, it's not our region, but, <laughs> you know, Cotswolds and Leicestershire, a bit different. But yeah, we'll go out there. But yeah, um, the, the, t- the title of the thing says A Sprawling New Town could be created on the edge of the East Midlands airport. So 4,700 homes is a lot of houses. So they're thinking of basically creating a brand new sort of community. Yeah, that's like, yeah that's a, that is a whole town. Fuck. That is. Now, there's some factors to this because he put a picture up. I think the picture might be balls, but whatever, it is true because it's obviously stated in there that that... Now, that doesn't mean that application is going to get approved. That doesn't mean anything. I'm sure there's been applica- there's you know there's applications every day for these sorts of building things. But on land, the problem is, even if that picture's not correct and it's anywhere near Donington, it will have an impact on the festival. Yeah, because yeah, definitely. the festival already, if you don't know, has there's fields that we used to camp in that now have houses on them. Uh, there's there's been houses built all around there's also you know what we're talking about where blue camp is that i've pretty much spent all of my download years because the 
because of de- building developments, they keep having to push the festival further and further west. We will now be parking, people who park in the South Car Park will be parking on what was Blue Camp because the whole festival has been pushed over to the west. So yeah. any sort of building work around Donington or this or any application really does have an effect on Download Festival because it will have to move, evolve. And like I said to you, by the time these things happen, we'll be back in the infield again. We'll be in the middle yeah. of the bloody racetrack <laughs> yeah. again, like where it was because we'll just keep going further and further west and just keep going. So I had to bring that up because it is confirmed on Leicester Live. That's not saying it's going to go through. That You know, people put in planning applications every day and they they say no. So, But it is true. Someone has, a company has done that. They haven't stated who it is. They haven't stated what company, but yeah, something, a planning application for 4,000 homes has been put into Leicestershire Council. So we're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Strange. (laughs) Something else you sent me earlier as well. Oh yeah. I think that's balls. We won't talk about that. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. I went to look in, I went, I I looked into it a bit further. It's just some, you know, that's what I mean. Like, this is why I wanted to fact check this before I brought it to the podcast because yeah. it could just be someone putting it on there to get a reaction from everyone, but it is on Leicestershire Live. So yeah, if someone's put it on there, at least something's happening or, you know, okay. all that shit. Well, we so, won't yeah. talk about that other possible news. No. Uh, so I just say it that. anyway, and then we just say it's bollocks. But then if it comes true, we'll, we can... To say that we predict we, we knew yeah, it before yeah. predict, okay yes, so, so basically there was loads of people for some reason in the on the download group today saying that kiss aren't playing due to health issues and metallica were replacing them on the friday of download 2022 but that's there's, there's yeah. i can't find any yeah. information yeah. on that at all so well, that's it's, a shame. Um, I, when was the last time metallica played do you remember it was a while ago now wasn't it yeah, it's like 2012, isn't it? I was going to say 2012. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I think it but is. I yeah. I wasn't there was for like that one. 10 years. Obviously you were. I've never been the biggest Metallica fan, but I do really like their stuff. I do like their music. I I think I forget how much I like them because I don't listen to them very much. Yeah, they're good. So yeah, and, and I thought, I, I, I doubt Iron Maiden and Metallica <clears throat> have headlined the same festival like ever. That's like the two of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah, that is big. It probably has happened at some point, but that is mental. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I just googled it again. I can't find anything saying that, so it's probably absolute crap. So if it that's is, fair, man. ignore it. But yeah, we might as well say it in case it does come true. Then we've already covered it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, um, I have no other news. Do you have any more news? No, no. Well, should we bring in Ronnie then? Ronnie, 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 come on! <laughs> Whisper, you got to tease him in. You got to tease him in. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, come on! Ronnie, wake up! You got to wake him up. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, come on, wake up! It's time to do the thing. All right, okay, go. <laughs> That was awesome. Fucking hell. 
All right. Yes, this week. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. <laughs> this week we are talking about crowdfunding. I do need to say, um, I know you're not too big a fan of this kind of thing, uh, but we, we are recording this bit at a separate time to the other bits. I, am I am I right in thinking you're not a fan of, of like uh, whenever things have fucked up before you 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 always just say like oh, play it cool <laughs> we're, play it cool it'll be fine uh, but but yeah that's all good but yeah two reasons just in case it's uh, it sounds slightly different I need to sort of I well, well I wanted to say you know that the reason why just in case I can't make it sound exactly the same and people will go what the fuck's going on here um, <laughs> and and the other reason is. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, I was complaining about how how, how difficult having kids is, and and it, it still is. It's um, you know, but I don't want to be just one of those people who just moans. You know, it's it's all worth it. You know, a couple of days after we recorded that bit, both of my kids had a conversation together for the first time ever. Mm. You know, they were actually talking to each other, and and like Nova was answering the questions Soren was asking, and it was ah, oh, it was absolutely amazing. So um, oh, awesome. yeah, it's worth it. it. The the hard days are worth it. <laughs> I just want to yeah, yeah, add yeah. that in in here. the end. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we um, as we said earlier, this episode we are talking about crowdfunding, and um, so I went away. I tried to do a little bit of research, and honestly, I don't think crowdfunding for music is as popular as I thought it would be, or as used as much as it would be uh, as much as i thought it would be i don't really know what that is but yeah I, I was sort of specifically looking for examples of of um how like what people have done and and how well they did in trying to find so i i i know kickstarter mostly because of board games um and just yeah. sort of having a look at the the campaign page and and seeing what they had on there sort of what information they were giving and and how successful it was, you know, if, if if having more information helped. And I think I only managed to see like one Kickstarter for a for a for a band that we're sort of into. There's probably lots of people, um, I don't know, say other people, country singers or or whatever. Or yeah, you operatic. mean like an alternative, an alternative sort of band yeah. that you saw on there? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you said to me like ages ago we spoke about this i can't remember what episode it was where you were saying that it's huge for board games like yeah. loads of people get kickstarters for n- new board games and all sorts of shit and it i did hear about it a, a loads like we used it in second self in like 2017 to do our first ep yeah but it was really hard to like get i think we had to raise like 200 quid it wasn't even a lot of money but it was so hard <laughs> to actually do it yeah so Especially if you're, un, you know, like an unsigned band. If you're a huge band that's like a bit short on cash, it's probably a lot easier. But um, yeah. yeah, it's strange that you went on there and you didn't. Because I, I thought Kickstarter, I remember being told that Kickstarter stopped doing bands or oh, maybe. They, they were in debt with money and then people didn't get their money back and stuff. It might have been Kickstarter. It was definitely one of them. Um, and then we got off of it because they owed us like 50 quid or whatever and we never got it off of them oh really so maybe it started again i don't know like maybe i probably should have looked at that before but um <laughs> but yeah but i'm pretty sure that was at the thing so maybe bands are a bit like eh, for ball games maybe it's good but for bands maybe it's not quite there or you know it's kicking off again yeah well maybe um sort of bands or alternative bands that that we would sort of know 
use something different more more often because I know mm. there's Indiegogo. Um, I'm assuming the indie means independent, so like it, so that would also be to do with like bands or artists who are unsigned. So I assume that yeah. came around. I think the very first crowdfunding app or website um, was specifically aimed at musicians or artists, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, I should have written it down, but I think it was called Artist Share, something like that, in 2009. Okay. Um, yeah. And there was two that I came across, actually. Another one uh, that launched not long after that, and I'm pretty sure Kickstarter sued them both, e- even though Kickstarter came around much later than them. And uh, Oh, sure. So I, think it's, I think it's Artist Share that just is not going anymore, even though they were one of the first. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember Pledge Music as well. That might have been the one that, that um, might have been the other one. Yeah, I remember we were on. I remember. Yeah, that was it. How much money? Ten out. I owed by Pledge Music. So apologies. It wasn't Kickstarter. It was Pledge Music. That's what we were doing our crowdfunding thing through. Right. For, through, and we never saw the last bit of money. And you know, it was hundred quid or something. Not much for us, but bands that put thousands of pounds into it. Yeah, fucking hell. It says here, uh, so I don't know who these people are. I'm guessing these are American artists, but the company went bust because they couldn't they couldn't pay them. I think it was yeah, 2016. The, right. They left the company, returned to temporary, and then an unpaid basis there to stabilize the situation. So Seth Walker, I don't know who these people are. Probably Ameri- American singers. Seth Walker, twenty one thousand. <laughs> He's owed. Bloody hell. Emily Kinney, twenty one thousand. Yeah, Charlie Fay, five thousand. Jennifer Thomas just under eleven thousand. So these big artists, um, they're obviously you know they're not alternative. We don't really know who they are, but they raised a lot of money on there, yeah. and they never <laughs> saw it. They never got it, which is which is crazy. Yeah, it was Pledge Music. I'm glad we we got there because I yeah. was blaming Kickstarter, and it's not them. <laughs> yeah. So um. So yeah. I think a lot of people, like I said, probably use Indiegogo over. Uh, Kickstarter for for music, um, and and I think one thing I have noticed about Indiegogo is you can choose to keep all the money even if you don't get to the point that you want to, which is which is odd for me when I've sort of only known Kickstarter this long. But I mean it's fine if, if that's what they want to do, and it, it, people will give you that money knowing that they won't get it back if you don't. Mm. fund what what you want to uh but I, I yeah yeah so um yeah if, if anybody out there is thinking about doing this um this type of crowdfunding then indiegogo is probably the way to go but uh yeah i just want to talk a little bit about the the, the one artist that i found on kickstarter it, it they weren't successful but all, all they had was just a little bit of written text saying they wanted this i think it was two and a half thousand pounds they wanted to go to the mm. studio and record and they didn't have any rewards for the people who gave them the money uh and i think so so if you want to do this you really should do a little bit of research look look at some board game board game projects and see how mm-hmm. they work you know and <laughs> well i mean there's probably lots of other ones but i know firsthand that there's so many board game projects a lot of the things that I've seen, people are offering like digital copies of your of your music or whatever. I 
I don't think people will pay for digital stuff when you can stream it online mm. these days. I don't know. But it's, it's going to be only your super fans that give you money, decide to give you money as well. You're not going to just get a random person. Just go, oh, I'll give you a tenner. I've listened to you once. Mm. I'm not, you know, you're okay. Um, so you need to be at the level that you, you have a few super fans. I can't really describe super fans. I don't know if that's something you've sort of thought about before well i i I think you were right about talking about incentives because when we done it with second self we said listen if you guys put money in to pay for the um for the ep we'll send you a copy so we sent them a cd with a sticker inside as well with a second self sticker and everyone that gave us money got a cd and a sticker so it gives people incentive to be like you know what yeah this band sound cool i'm gonna Try and we've done a little video as well with Yannick, who is in the band, and he's like, "Hey guys, I'm Yannick from Second Self. We're looking to record this, uh, you know, thing." And then people gave us money for it because, yeah, like you said, we gave them an incentive. We're yeah. like, you know, we'll do whatever you want, basically. <laughs> you like, we'll put pubes and hair pubes. and whatever you want in the CD. You can have whatever you want, like, yeah, just take it. <laughs> like, but yeah, you're right. So you can't just put just a description and then give us your money you need to do more you want to encourage people you want to give people a reason to be interested in the project and what it is you're doing and like you said actually get something out of it otherwise they're not just gonna go yeah have a fiver never gonna hear of this band ever again that's just not yeah that's not how it works yeah even even though a fiver is not very much money and most people probably Mm. could afford to just give you a fiver they you you need to Mm. talk that money out of them in a way, and, and you yeah. need to show that you're willing as well. Exactly like you said uh, about doing the video. You know, you need to put mm. an effort in yourself and, and money if you've got it. You know, if, if if you can't afford to put a little bit of money in between you, you know, a band of what, four or five people can't raise two, three hundred pounds yeah. between you, mm. then like to, to, I don't know, just to get a decent logo, to get a cover artwork that you want. I don't know how much it costs, but. You know, if if you can't put that in yourself, then no one's going to invest in you, you know? Yeah, um, it's true. You do need to do a few things yourself, definitely. Yeah. Like even, like I said, doing a, sh- a short video of just you standing there, just being like, listen, we're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Send us some cash and we'll, we'll be able to do it. Like, yeah, good interaction with people. That's That's what it's all about. But yeah, I, I don't know about the board game side and what they do. I mean, they probably... I don't know what incentives could what what could incentives do they give? Do you know? Uh, well, you get the you get the game. Oh, okay. Oh no, yeah, oh, obviously, of course. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I was like, what the fuck do they get? Of course, they get the fucking game. Um, yeah, so you get the game, and <laughs> oh, then Lord, you could just me. pledge more and get expansions, or you know, a lot of them do early bird pledges now, actually. So, mm. so if you if you pledge in the first day, you get an extra little miniature. Um, there's loads and loads of things you can do. Um, Nice. I can't struggle to think of, but yeah, there's there's stretch goals as well. So you can say we want to get to a thousand pounds. A thousand pounds, we'll be able to do one song. Fifteen hundred, mm-hmm. we can do two songs. And the more money we get, the cheaper it is overall. So we can do more. You know, it's not a thousand pound a song okay. if it's yeah. You know, so so that's the incentive to give for people to give you more money as well. So you can, and and so once you reach a thousand, and whoever's pledged already know that if you get another 500 yeah you can they'll get another song they'll be trying to get their friends mm. into it as well yeah because they want more from yeah, it yeah because they, they've already put the money in 
so you're just trying to boost it up to get more from you because you got the more money to uh, to do more with it, which is um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I was saying, you you got to do stuff yourself. Just and tell people where you want to go as well. You know what? Uh, if if you've been in touch with any record labels or or whatever, even if they haven't, if you haven't heard back from them, yeah, tell people. You know, we we've been talking to these five labels. Hopefully, we'll get something from them, and then mm. that will obviously get tell people. Right. Well, maybe I'll get a signed CD. And then 10 years' time, if they blow up, I'll have to sign CD, you know? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like a version that no one else has got. Yeah. That is sick. And a lot of people like physical media now. We've talked about it before. Like, people wanted CDs. They wanted vinyl. Yeah. They wanted, like, you know, and obviously most people listen to the music digitally, but a lot of people do, you know, actual, actually like it in their hands, so... Yeah, you can do this kind of stuff on there. So, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And and I mean, yeah, you can you can say we want like fifteen pound for the CD, um, or if you give us twenty five pounds, you'll get uh, a set of like picks from the band, an extra T shirt, a drumstick that's been mm. used in the video, or some also, and you know, anything. Uh, give away your stuff mm, yeah. to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome, man. It's a, it's it's a really cool. I think if bands can use it right or artists or anyone like music wise it's really really good thing to do it's good interaction with fans as well gets people into you straight away yeah i think it's 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 great you just gotta gotta know what you're doing yeah or you've at least got to look at other people what other people are doing and kind of base yours on that not like copy it completely but be like okay we can do that yeah we could do some cds yeah we could do some t-shirts when we finally raise the money so these people get those rewards so yeah it works you were saying before that you had some interesting information. I do. I have some interesting facts um, about crowdfunding. So the first one is the earliest example of crowdfunding. It says here, um, 80s rockers uh, Marillion, 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 probably. Marillion, Marillion, that's it. 80s rockers Marillion are widely considered to be the first band to harness the power of following uh, to finance their careers. When they couldn't secure enough money from their label, US in the 1997, they set up a website and their fans came to the rescue, pledging $60,000 for their 12th album. And you've got to bear in mind, this is in 1997, yeah. when websites weren't, not everyone had a computer. No. So yeah, they raised that amount and they managed to do the 12th album. And apparently it received, like, really good reviews as well. Everyone was really happy with the album. Yeah, it's awesome. 60,000. 60,000? <laughs> yeah. In 1997. That's a shitload of money, dude. It is a lot of money. I'm just wondering how it compares to how much a record label would give you. But I suppose it, mm. you said they couldn't get enough money, so they'd probably already been given some money from the record label. But, like... Yeah, yeah. They, they, there you go. People being so. rinsed by recording studios back then, like it was probably two two grand a day to be in the studio, so it could last them thirty days to record. Yeah, that's yeah. well, it, it exactly like they, it just says here they had positive replies. Ultimately, twelve thousand fans pre-ordered the album, um, and it says, yeah, it was released in two thousand and one, which is uh, eight years before Pledge Music and Kickstarter started yeah so they it was one of the earliest examples of a band raising a, a lot of money anyway 
Um, I've got one here called Weird Crowdfunding. <laughs> um, David T, a cellist with the US National Symphony for Orchestra for 20 years, is behind the weirdest successfully crowdfunded album. It was an album of music for cats. <laughs> so it was an orchestra playing music for cats. Um, and apparently everyone loved it. But it was all raised through crowdfunding. Awesome. So you can imagine everyone that loves cats on there just going on. And you see it all the time. Like, I, all I do is watch cat videos. Yeah. So they're frigging everywhere. So, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, music for cats. I'll give it a fiver. <laughs> so I would have been up for that as well. So that's a weird one. Yeah. Um, the highest charting crowdfunded album uh, was The Libertines. They reached number three in 2015. Uh, the album was anthems for doomed youth and it was done completely through crowdfunding um yeah reached number three in the album's awesome. chart i want to say i heard that which before, is but i'm not I'm pretty not cool sure. yeah it says 2015 so yeah i don't know i've never heard that one before um and then finally the most money made from crowdfunding um says it amanda palmer who was part of the dresden dolls band how much do you think she raised um Throw me some numbers. Two and a half million. Jesus. All right. You're a bit over. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> a bit too high. Because you're thinking about it, this is pe- raised from other people's money. Yeah. She raised $1.2 million. Oh, I need double. Oh. <laughs> from 24,883 backers on Kickstarter. Yeah. Which is, dude, a million dollars. That is pretty good. That is insane. Yeah. Like, just from from Kickstarter, she must have been like, "What the hell?" So, according to the records, that's the most anyone has ever raised. Yeah, probably big bands can raise quite a lot. Like, um, you know, like that uh, Libertines album can't have been cheap, but no. to raise one point two million is is mad. Yeah, that's yeah, actually that's awesome. crazy. Let's see, <laughs> that's cool. But yeah, so they're just some um, some cool facts. I'm looking at Frosthaven. This is, this is sorry, Dom. Uh, just looking at Frosthaven because this is the benchmark of where my mind went. Um, okay. So Frosthaven, I think it's the well. I mean, yeah, this is probably not a good, sort reliable comparison because I think this was the third most successful Kickstarter in history. But it's it's oh, okay. It's it's the only game I'm waiting on still, uh, and it had um, Frosthaven. Uh, it's a sequel to Gloomhaven, which is a fucking awesome game. Uh, it had 83,000 backers and it raised nine and a half million. Jesus. Yeah. Nine million. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. That is actually insane. That is a, that is a crazy amount of money yeah. for, a, for a game. Yeah, but it'll be a good game. Yeah. It'll be a good game. <laughs> and um, if you want to make a decent board game, I'm guessing it, it costs a fair amount to get those produced and made. And Yeah. Then they've got to ship them out to everyone. I mean, I know nine million's a hell of a lot of money, but um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, actually, that's bo- interesting. Think uh, that can bring us back to music, uh, which is good. Uh, <laughs> so I know pretty much everybody in the board game industry sends their stuff over to China to be printed and cut out and everything. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if save some cash. Yeah. I wonder if that was the same for CDs back in the day, and if it's actually any cheaper now. It probably isn't too much cheaper. There's not too much involved in printing CDs and and. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, all the CDs I've ever had printed in bands have been done here, and it's really not that expensive. 
So I'm not sure. And that was on a, a smallish scale, say 100, 200 at a time. Probably if you're printing more, it gets cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. So I'm not sure you would have gone abroad for that, but who knows what labels would have been doing back then, like distributors and stuff. I don't know. That was interesting. If a lot of the CD cases I had back in the day broke fucking straight away. So <laughs> yeah. they probably were made to be cheap pieces of shit. Because I remember opening, you know, you get that brand new CD, you open it, fucking breaks straight yeah, away. Or the, or the middle, middle bit. Bro. Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> the fucking middle bit. Oh, that yeah. killed me every time. And you go put the CD back and it like moves around and you know it's scratching the <laughs> shit out of your CD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Yeah, man. Good times. But yeah, it's interesting. If anybody knows, anybody who's listening knows whether uh, record labels would have sent over to China to to print their CDs. Oh, I wanted I wanted to say press, but that was that's LPs, isn't it? You mm, press well, LP. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you don't press them, but maybe you do because oh, okay. they have covers and stuff on them. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe you do know. press them. Do you, Do you understand how LPs work? What do you mean? Well, how 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 this little round bit of plastic knows what paranoid sounds like the song paranoid every well, single it's, yeah it's to do with <laughs> the um the grooves of certain frequencies and it's put on there and then it goes that's that's all i know i don't know yeah i i've learned it i was taught it at university um and i've watched like a good couple of videos explaining it in full and i still don't get it why don't it, you know then it's why just, aren't you telling me this information it's just, blown my mind i i mean i understand how it works but i can't grasp just how like i said this this one tiny groove in a bit of plastic knows how every band should sound how it's crazy you know, every single little detail of the singer's voice oh, it's, yeah crazy. yeah it's mad yeah literally it's, <laughs> it's 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 fucking insane it really is vinyl's the best sounds yeah. the best i would buy every single album i like on vinyl if i could afford to but it's really expensive now because it's popular again it's great because yeah. you see you go into hmv and the 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 vinyl sections well the one in cheltenham anyway huge massive uh, which yeah, is great I bet. I bet that is it's, awesome it's, I, i've not been to a cd shop or a, a music ish shop yeah next time you go to a hmv you'll see how huge yeah. and when you got new releases, all the new releases have vinyls, which is fantastic. I, I yeah. love vinyl. Um, and it's great to see like a new album come out and you're like, oh, that's sick. Like on vinyl and people in there buying them, but they're expensive. I think it's like 20 to 25 quid per vinyl. Yeah. Um, but if it's like one of your favorite albums, it's worth it. Definitely. I wouldn't, I would never buy any old albums. I'd rather go out and get original versions of them. But if it was a new album that just came out, I would buy a new vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I would buy it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Hey, uh, yeah. It is very cool. I um, I I did think about trying to collect all of Iron Maiden stuff on, mm. on vinyl before, but I knew I wouldn't com- wouldn't be able to complete it. Uh, yeah. So I didn't even start. You know, I, I'm a massive completionist. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it if I wasn't going to be able to complete it. Some, I've got two bits. Maiden vinyls, originals. I've got Killers and uh, Number of the Beast. Yeah, nice. I've also got Wasted Years and Run to the Hills singles as well. Just I think I've got Run to the Hills single. Nice. I 
can't remember what else I got. I got a couple of um, really cool Halloween ones. Nice. Yeah, they always have really sick covers, don't they, for yeah. their albums? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. They'd, be, they'd look nice on vinyl. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think I've got them down there anymore. I think I've put them in the attic. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Big, that's the good thing. Like, that's the main, you know, vinyls sound great, but it's just when you have really cool artwork... Yeah, and you can just see so much on a vinyl. That makes me sound like such an old person. <laughs> Doesn't now because people like fifteen years my like juniors are listening to more vinyls than I am. So, but yeah, but like the covers are just so sick, especially if you've got one that folds out. Yeah, oh, and it's just got a sick, sick cover. Speaking like I have the War of, of the Worlds. No, album. I was gonna say that. I yeah, literally, dude, literally say. embedded in my mind because it is. The sickest looking vinyl ever. Yeah, I, I was Amazing. literally I was gonna say my dad had that and and I listened to it. I think we've spoken about that recently. Yeah, but yeah, we listened to it loads. And you actually went to see it, didn't you? Recently, I went to the War of the Worlds interactive tour. I don't know what that is. What is it? It was literally for a person who loves War of the Worlds, like the Jeff Wayne version. It was, it blew my mind. So basically what you do is it's like the, the Jeff Wayne. So you have all the themes and set in the Victorian era in England. And uh, it's like an interactive. So there's actors, VR headsets, um, th- you know, sets that move and explode. And you're basically going through the story of War of the Worlds. It was literally yeah. one of the best things ever. Vicky bought me tickets for Christmas. It was That's incredible. Awesome. My brother loves it as much as I do. And I'm yeah. taking him for his birthday. Oh, that's, that's awesome. how good it was. Where is it? Where, where, was it in London? <laughs> in London, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, in Allgate in London. Yeah, it was Oh, it was amazing. Literally, recommend it to any World of the Worlds fan. They probably have some somewhere else, probably like Birmingham or somewhere else. But if you can get to the one in London, oh, yeah. your, your mind will be blown. <laughs> amazing. Awesome. Yeah, man. Should we, um, should, we go, <laughs> should we go back to... Should we? Talking Should about we? some Kickstarter, not Kickstarter, Should crowd, we? crowd, look, my memory's been awful recently. I've been forgetting <laughs> so many people's names, even, even, like, the guy who trained me on one of the new duties that I've got in work, he's got the same name as my dad, and I kept forgetting his fucking name. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> but yeah, should we, uh, should we go back to talking about crowdfunding? Because I have yeah, something go. else I want to talk about. Go on, son. Something we Give haven't really me. discussed before, um, which is Patreon, mm, which is yes. basically the new type of crowdfunding. It's, a, it's exactly the same thing, pretty much, but mm. with, with the, the, the artist gets more money from you because <laughs> you're doing it monthly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it just kind of took off throughout the lockdowns, didn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, you hear it all. I, I hear it mostly on YouTube. A lot of the like YouTubers and stuff, I... I like they're always like oh you know i've got a patreon or at the end of the video they're like this video was made because of the patreons and people giving money and stuff it's pretty sick man it helps a lot of people get get stuff done it's awesome like I, on youtube anyway it's a huge thing now yeah. i don't know where it blew up initially but yeah patreon no, from what i hear is very cool yeah uh it's a it's a big uh thing with podcasts as well Ooh. Yeah, I think m- most podcasts I've listened to had a Patreon nice. at one point. But, um, so, yeah, I was just doing a little bit of research earlier. And where was my notes? And um, I came across a website. A guy was 
saying about how you know just giving tips on how to have a successful patreon really and and, and it involves all the things that we we've said about you know make sure you have rewards uh they could they could be digital rewards they could be like if people give you one pound mm. a month you just send them a thank you a thank you email or something like that or facebook yeah yeah yeah, I think people do tier systems, don't they? Like, if you're top yeah. tier, you get loads of stuff. If you're bottom tier, you get a little bit, or yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, well, he he was saying um, he 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 sort of knows it because he manages a an artist who was in the top one hundred. I think it was yeah, the top one hundred musicians, like highest paid musicians oh, on wow. Patreon. He didn't say cool. I'm saying Who he, it, was. it could have been a yeah, she, yeah, yeah. actually. I yeah, didn't yeah. say, um, but yeah, they didn't say who it was. And I was going through the list, and there was only like two people that I'd heard of. Three, two, two people. One is just a bassist, Davey504. Have you seen him on YouTube? No, I have oh, no idea who that is. Look at Davey504. He's, he's an awesome bassist. Charles Bertrou is better. But yeah, Davy Five Hundred Four is really good. And the other, the other one is a band. I think this might surprise you. The Birthday Massacre. I reckon you've probably. Heard I don't of know them. who that is. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Okay, I know Kelly's heard of them, but um, oh, I didn't write down how much they were getting. They were getting like a hundred grand, I think, a hundred grand a month. What? I need to find it. Why are we not? Are we on Patreon? We need to get on Patreon, man. <laughs> well. I mean, some money so we can, like, do this for, from L.A. or something, you know? <laughs> do it from L.A. <laughs> Won't sound any different, but we'll be in L.A. All right, there we go. Is this on I'm on Patreon? Oh, no, I'm on. So I've just gone on to Patreon, but I, I am on our Patreon. Oh, have we got one? We, we will have one soon. Um, <laughs> so everyone so- listening... Give us your money. <laughs> we want your <laughs> We want give me your money. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll go back to have a look at how much the birth- birthday massacre are making in a minute. But yeah, some of them were mm-hmm. making ridiculous amounts, like something like 200,000 200, per month. Wow. Like I said, most of them weren't people that uh, were people that I'd never heard of. I just kind of assumed they were country American singers or something like that. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think there's a lot of sort of names over there that just... <laughs> When, I, when I when I don't know who someone is, I always <laughs> assume they're an American country singer. <laughs> always, always. I do the exact same thing. Don't worry. Good. <laughs> now, but yeah, like I said, I, I I've always known it's a, it's a thing for podcasts. I've 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 been a page. I've I've been a Patreon, not a Patreon, a Patreon, a supporter for a couple of uh, podcast Patreons, and um, it it was a thought to go into that at some point. You know, I've always thought though. We we would do it when we deserve it, when we've we've done enough, we've done put enough stuff out. Because uh, I think there was one escape room podcast I used to listen to. Um, well, it was recommended from another escape room podcast, and she was doing her own. She started doing her own escape room podcast. It was like fifteen minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, her talking on her own, and at the end of the very first episode, she said, "Oh, go and go and support me in my Patreon." And I and I thought, you haven't done enough. To deserve people giving you money for a Patreon, you know, you, okay. you, you need to okay. earn it. You know, you're basically giving yourself a job. <laughs> and, and How many? Epi- people... What episode is this? 
Uh, this is 17. 18. 17. 17. It's still 17, well, yeah. We, <laughs> do you feel like we've deserved it? Do we deserve to start a Patreon after 17 well, episodes? I feel like maybe we do. Uh, yeah. I mean, I w- we're not going anywhere, <laughs> so. Yeah, I wouldn't have wouldn't have done it at this point if, if we weren't talking about it. Mm, um, yeah. And so, yeah, one reason I just thought I'll, I'll, I'll sign up just to see what you can do, what kind of tiers you can do, what people suggest um and and i'm not like i said I'm, I'm not expecting anybody to join it just at this moment but in the future maybe yeah but yeah it, it'll be there for at least we pe- have it yeah, yeah. for if people yeah, do right. want to um to, to help us to support us and we will put some really cool things on there uh but we we also want some input you know what what would mm. you give us some money for you know, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's like yeah, I said before, I'm willing to give any body hair, um, eyelashes, <laughs> any anything, anything like that. People, you, you can have what you want. Well, what, take what you want from yeah. me. What, what I had it. I belong mind. to the listeners. I be- we belong to the listeners. Yeah, we don't belong to ourselves anymore. We're theirs. <laughs> yeah. We're their property. We're not. Sold we're not out. Ours anymore. Yeah, that's it. We're, yeah. We belong to them. <laughs> uh, what What I had in my mind was. Um, because like you said, you can put tiers on there and you can set yourself goals as well. So when we get to, say, £100 a month, we can say, well, once we get there, you will then go and do the the air guitar competition at Download <laughs> Festival. Um, and then oh when we get God. to £1,000 a month, I'll do it too. No. <laughs> I like the way yours is so much further. Mine's just like, yeah, if it gets to like 50 quid, Simon's going to do it. It's got to get to 1,000 before I'll join in. We've got to do a duet as well. So we do this exactly the same <laughs> finger movements back to back. Yeah. Full routine. No, it was, it was. Many- I'll be up for that, man. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm well up for doing stupid shit. It sounds great. It was many months ago. I thought of that joke. Uh, so I'm glad <laughs> I finally found to uh, found, finally had a chance to say it, but yeah. Oh yes. my, yeah. We, we, we would do, we would do stuff. Like I said, for, for the lower tiers, we'll, you know, just write people messages. We could do, we could do a listening party. Like we've talked about, you know, have mm-hmm. a certain tier someone can come on with their band and get us to listen to the ep or album mm. or a band that you really like yeah i know other podcasts have watched films with patreon supporters before oh that's awesome yeah i'd love to do that that would be <laughs> yeah. so cool like get everyone to vote on a film and then we all watch it together that sounds amazing that literally sounds incredible so Great many cool idea. things we could do so um yeah like i said because we're doing this episode about this kind of thing i thought let's 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 get ourselves on there hmm. let's see how it goes if you do want to support us um we are we do have a an actual proper url i never actually finished setting it up this morning <laughs> but um yeah i'm pretty sure it's just patreon.com slash dear download or i mean awesome it, you could you could just find us you search awesome. for us search dear download that's nice and easy Patreon. yeah it's <laughs> you're good you're good this guy's good this guy's good he's a good guy yeah, I trust him. I didn't trust him at first. I thought possibly dodgy, possibly. But now, seventeen episodes in, I trust him. Well, it's half a year. It's half a year. We said that about yeah, that day, is... didn't we? Crazy. And then, and another half a half a year, or less than half a year now. Well, no, we started like the sixteenth of June, so we'll mm. at, at download. We'll be like a week away from our one year anniversary. But we were nice. already. That was the first release. So. We recorded it before download, so yeah, we had a little chat before then, didn't we? And yeah, all that shit. 
But yeah, or download, cool. actually, because you've just reminded me of that, because I had the, we were discussing stuff before. Um, on their website, it says 106 days. It's really not that far away, dude. No. Have you got a ticket yet? Big DL. No, no, when we get paid, I'm doing the um, I'm doing the deposit scheme thing. Cool. So on Friday, on Friday, yes, awesome. I will have secured my ticket because me and Vicky were literally looking at each other, going, we "Better get a download ticket." Because <laughs> imagine if we miss out, like it's so good. So yeah, from um, from Friday when we both get paid, we'll do the deposit scheme. Awesome. Uh, well, speaking of download on a uh, download podcast. Uh, we were talking about it what? earlier, didn't weren't we? You but want to talk was, about Download <laughs> Festival? <laughs> uh, yeah, we were talking about it earlier. I think it was before we started recording. I kind of always forget about whether we are recording or not. We were mm-hmm. recording? No, it was before. Um, just before we started talking, they they put out a post saying there's going to be a new announcement tomorrow. Yep, new announcement. Yeah. Can't friggin' wait. I, I I did think about messaging you and saying like should we should we put it back one day so we can talk about the bands as well but we'll do that we'll do that next episode that's fine yeah we'll do that it's, that's fine yeah it's fine yeah there, there's a, there's a bit of room on the uh, not so much on the there, yeah there is there's there's some space so you're probably gonna get another I'd say ten to fifteen more bands to pack that yeah. um that lineup out there's about that much space on there. Maybe not even that, but they're definitely going to announce a few. Yeah, so it will be, um, yeah, interesting to see who they say. Yeah, we'll see. I think and I we'll think discuss. The, I think the main one, um, well, it's probably going to be the biggest band that they announce will be the third one down on the Friday because there's a gap, yeah, so yeah, a big gap yeah, there, isn't there? Big gap. They got Kiss Day to Remember, then a big gap between. Like they've put data remember in the middle to hide how big the gap is. You yeah. could definitely get another two bands in there. And there's a huge gap between Maiden, Deftones and Shinedown as well. So I have a feeling they might slot a bigger band in there as well. So yeah. I hadn't we'll see. noticed that. Yeah, they've moved Deftones down to like middle it. Maybe it's just the style of the writing, because Korn and Volbeat are big. So maybe it is just the day to remember. But yeah. Anyway, there's a few spaces on there. It will be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, I know one band. I know one band that will be taken off of that lineup. Go on. Which will be uh, gender roles because they broke up. Okay. I was looking forward to seeing them, but um, yeah, they broke up. Some I don't know some shit with the singer and the rest of them not getting on yeah. or something. So yeah, gender roles will be taken off and replaced by someone else. So I'd never heard of them anyway. Okay, they're good. They're good. They're good. It's like, um, yeah, like Nirvana-y. It's like if you got Nirvana and the Killers and put them together. Okay, it's like yeah, half indie, half grunge. It's good, but they are no more. Yeah. Oh, I've I've just been looking up the Birthday Massacre. Um, I was wrong. Uh, they they have eight hundred and fifty-two patrons. Um, and they are earning two thousand seven hundred and eighty-one per month, which is still okay. quite a bit. Yeah, that's decent. You know? That's amazing, and they probably use that to do a lot of stuff as well. Like yeah. you could use that each month for you know to put towards recording, to put towards music videos, to put towards equipment for live shows. That would that's huge for a band like that. Money yeah. coming in would be absolutely amazing. 
especially a band so, that yeah. you've never even heard of. I, I, yeah. I would have expected you to have heard of them because I'm no, I'm guessing there's small band. There's probably a shitload of good bands out there that I haven't yeah got round to yet or had, but yeah, they look cool. Yeah, they look cool. Um, but yeah, well, going back to talking about Patreon, then actually we um we went on a quite a bit of a tangent there, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. You people who should be used to it. <laughs> yeah, he should be. Um, I know a, a friend of mine, Billy. It's going to be the first shout out for Billy. Has, Billy Boy. And he just recently started listening to us. And he, he was on like episode five or six last time I spoke to him. And he said he absolutely loves when we go off on tangents. So, <laughs> yeah. In a couple Good. of months' time, when you caught up, Bill, we're, that, one, well, that one was for you. <laughs> now now head over to patreon.com forward slash download <laughs> do download it and give us your money <laughs> oh jesus yeah uh. yeah so um we basically talked about things you can do on patreon by talking about what we would do yeah, yeah patreon's the same kind of thing you set up like you said you set up tiers you can say give us a pound a month, and we'll give you this. Give us two pound a month, we'll give you this. Give you three pound, give us three pound a month, we'll give you this. You can, you can. I think I don't think there's a limit. I was looking at um, Sapping Podcasts Patreon, and um, if you give them like a thousand pounds, they they say that we'll come and stay with you for the night. We'll we'll live we'll live in your house uh, for the weekend. We'll cook you breakfast. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, but they also amazing. Also, one down down thing i don't know right we're downfall about that one negative was mm-hmm. on, on their patreon one mm-hmm. of their uh, rewards was they would follow you on on uh, on the social media of your choice so i was like what well, you, you're expecting money to follow other people <laughs> like now nah, fuck off <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll talk to you we'll follow you on, on social media if you come over and say for hello free yeah for free we'll follow you for free just say hey man follow me and i'll be like sweet yeah follow us back a transaction will happen but no money will change hands yeah and, and follow and everything will be all right follow me <laughs> and It'll all be fine. Don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. I guarantee you won't find nobody <laughs> quite like me. <laughs> I Ain't nobody does me better. Oh, I was doing Uncle Cracker. Yeah, I know. I was just oh, doing okay. another, another oh. song. Which, it's very similar lyrics. Oh, okay. Oh, bugger. I thought you... I, <laughs> no, I didn't think that... I, I thought I had done it so badly that you didn't get what I was talking about. <laughs> Because I did do it quite badly. Um, yeah, Patreon. Sorry. Yeah, there's lots of things you can do on Patreon. Like I said, one one thing you shouldn't do. Um, you, we, I, I've gone back to Kickstarter. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you need to think about your reward systems like thoroughly. Make sure you can actually give what you uh, what you offer. You know you. Like, like you said, if, if if you if you do offer to come and see someone or or speak to somebody before a show uh, or something along those lines, you know, make sure you don't have a thousand people do it mm. because you, you run out of time. I heard a story about a guy. He was an illustrator for uh, I think it was um, Wizards of the Coast. It was a uh, something to do with D and D, something along those lines. 
and he offered to draw someone like a little dragon, a, a little personal dragon. Oh, so cool! Um, for for one of his tiers, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Kickstarter. But he ended up getting a hundred thousand people, oh, and it, it took shit. him years to draw those dragons. He's probably still God. doing it. So. <laughs> that's yeah. cool though that's that's cool yeah yeah when you do something like that you've got to think if people come on a large scale can i get this out to those people because cds and shit's fine because you can print as many as you want but like you said yeah. doing an individual doodle for someone hundred thousands a lot of doodling <laughs> yeah that's a hell of a lot <laughs> yeah that's crazy just imagine when well, it... he probably wasn't expecting that amount of people that's why he's like oh you know i could probably do like a hundred take me a while yeah but... Yeah, no, just imagine when it got like a thousand. And it's like, oh, shit. And then 2,000. I'm pretty sure oh, I've never even signed my name a hundred thousand times in my <laughs> entire life. Like, could you imagine doing that? Yeah. That would be... It's like I've seen um, like a John Cena in an interview, the wrestler was talking about doing signatures and stuff. Yeah. And he was talking about... And singers and everyone's probably the same. You've got to come up with a version of your signature when you're like mega famous that's really easy to do and you can do it super quick. Yeah. Because the amount of stuff these people have to sign sometimes is like tables full of stuff. Yeah. So you have to quickly go, you know, and it has to be almost the same every time, but it always has to be quick as shit. Because I remember like wrestlers talking about at signings like these huge 300 pound wrestlers and they're like yeah my wrist really hurts because <laughs> yeah. i've been signing like 300 pages or 400 pages or whatever so yeah i, I tried to simplify mine you know, I, do you know i don't know what your signature's like uh mine is uh like the anarchy a eh? it wasn't supposed oh, to be cool. but over time and speed it ends up with just like an a when it just squiggles around it <laughs> nice that's cool. Yeah, it was very neat and very drawn out and all lined up. But yeah, now, yeah, it is cool. It is cool. Um, that is cool. I, I've, I've seen one of those videos with John Cena just signing fucking loads of stuff. I don't really know why. I don't really like wrestling, but it just it just seemed inter- interesting to watch that video of him signing stuff yeah. like for hours. I think they timed it. Uh, you, it we, I would imagine you've seen the same video. And it was like mm. 300 posters at a, at a time. And they had to move on to something else. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Like, even if you're not interested in or you don't want to watch wrestling, it is. It's a very interesting industry because they have to do a lot of the things that actors do and all sorts of stuff. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's good though when you watch programs about it. There's an awesome program actually about wrestling called Dark Side of the Ring, which was on Vice. I've heard and of it that. Tr- it tells you like all the sort of dark stories from wrestling, and yeah. it's super interesting. Like. There's some really dark stuff that's happened in the world of wrestling. And this, that, um, they do it about loads of stuff. They do, um, you know, they've done loads of different, they've done acting and all sorts of shit. But the wrestling one is really cool. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance to um, to watch that, it's sick, dude. That is one I've, I've heard of. I think one of the other podcasts I listened to, used to listen to, uh, they're not going anymore. We just happened to start talking about it at one point. And <laughs> obviously... It's good enough to just be a talking point at random points in podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's wicked. There's loads there's there's loads of clips on YouTube and stuff as well. So you can sort of look and go, oh, do you know what? That actually looks pretty good. Yeah. And then you can just, you know, get them all. It's fucking wicked. But they, I think they were saying some of the things that Vince McMahon has gotten away with are just ridiculous. 
That's, but that's yeah, about all, all I heard. Yeah. Wrestlers killing each other, people owing each other money, people fucking crazy stuff, man. Honestly, these wrestlers are nuts because they're, you know, they're like larger than life people. So yeah. They normally just do loads of crazy shit. And especially like 70s, 80s and 90s. It was just <laughs> mad, like mad. You can't do as much now. It's all, you know, changed. But yeah, yeah pretty cool. So yeah, if you get a chance, if you like wrestling. Yeah. And I imagine a lot of our out. listeners do. I mean, well, there's wrestling at Download Festival because yeah. they're, like the the two clash. That's not the right word. Two the two. No, they're interconnected. Quite, that's the better yeah. word. Thank you. They are like wrestling and music have always been connected because wrestling yeah. themes and bands and stuff is a huge part of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, saliva done loads. <laughs> yeah, wrestling events always have themes. The yeah. wrestlers have themes. Um, it's yeah, it's huge, and you find a lot of. It's strange how a lot of alternative people seem to like wrestling, which is yeah. really weird. But when you go to a wrestling event or you watch a wrestling event, it's just full full of alternative people. Yeah. Like just they just fucking love wrestling. So it is strange how they combine. I really don't understand. Mm. I'm not it's gonna, weird, isn't it? I'm not gonna yeah. diss anybody who likes wrestling here. I just no, no, no. Which we honestly, we we could do an entire episode about music and wrestling because there are tons of facts, tons of bands, tons of things like they're so interconnected. Well, we Fozzy That's definitely well. an episode for the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah I Fozzy. Yeah, it's an episode for the future, definitely, dude. Yeah. I think people will um, will dig that. Maybe we can pull in a few of the wrestling fans yeah. into the onto the Dear Download stage. Well, well speaking of that, actually, I'm going to do a quick shout out here. A, uh, a friend of mine has just started a wrestling podcast and he, he messaged me the nice. other day actually just asking for a bit of advice it was bill again actually you told him to because bill they're only on youtube and bill can't he's the postman as well can't listen can't watch youtube while he's out on delivery so he said get on spotify <laughs> and he pointed yeah, yeah, yeah. in my direction to help him out a little bit nice yeah so if, if you're here and you're into wrestling um yeah i think that they're, they're called top turnbuckle podcast i think i'm gonna double check that yeah uh yeah they're just called top turnbuckle podcast as far as i'm aware they're only on youtube at the moment but uh, they might be on other things soon i'll um i'll uh post a link to them in the in the episode description anyway yeah yeah sweet i, I really want to tell you why i don't like wrestling now but i feel like i should keep it for the wrestling episode yeah, keep it, keep yeah. it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Damn it. All right. <clears throat> we'll get Fine. there. But yeah, we will it. do a wrestling episode in the future because um, music and wrestling go together very well. Mm. So we'll get there at one point. Yeah, cool. Including all those small and large tangents that we had. Uh, I think we covered everything with uh, w- to do with crowdfunding in, in a roundabout way. <laughs> we, we didn't talk about it yeah. in a logical way, but we got <laughs> there in the end. And... Uh, we said we were going to talk about it, and we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's all good, man. Yeah, that's good. There's some good stuff in there. You know, it's interesting. It links on to the sort of stuff that we do. Like we said, now we're sort of getting involved in it. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to talk about because it connects a lot to the music industry, and um, you know, previous episodes that we've done sort of linked onto this one. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's a good. It's a good subject that. We'll probably get mentioned again in the future yeah. um, by bands or other bands or me or, you know, someone might end up doing something. I'm sure you're going to be looking at board games in the future on there and stuff. So, yeah, very cool. Awesome. 
So, yeah, let's go over to Campsite Fuckery. And Campsite Fuckery is heading to the ring. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to mix the two great. in. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Campsite Fuckery is heading to the ring. That's, that's exactly what they say. It's fucking amazing. So... If you're new to the show, Campsite Fuckery is a section of the show where we like to talk about any funny or interesting stories that you guys have sent to us uh, from Download Festival or other other festivals, whatever, campsites or not the campsites. Um, I will let you know at the end of the show just where you can send your stories. Yes, what... Uh, do you have from 2005 still? From so I still have some some comments that people said. So um, again, these are still from our Download 2005 episode, which if you haven't listened to, please go back and do that. It was fun to talk about that one. Um, but we had a hell of a load of comments, and I'm just going to read through the last of those that now, and then we'll um, try and get some others and some other stories for next month, next months, next weeks, next bi weeks, next podcasts. I'm sorry, fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the first one's from um, Chris Mercia. He just said, this is really weird. I've just remembered seeing this In post. Mercia, the coconut's tropical. Sorry, not Mercia, Mercer. Mercer, oh, right. Chris okay. Mercer. Uh, he said, I've just remembered seeing this post just now. Okay. And becoming <laughs> sli- seriously depressed that I wasn't there, obviously looking at the Download 2005 lineup. Yeah. Um, Loz Hillsden said watching billy ida with mates uh, as you do white wedding comes on and then some dude near us <laughs> has a moment of realization it's billy idol and then she the, she's written fucking hilarious so obviously that person did not realize billy ida was playing until he started playing white wedding yeah that kind of reminds me of um in the other podcast when um when you were saying about when you saw machine head and you were like they didn't play Davidian. Yeah. <laughs> and you realised they did play Davidian. That's all that reminded me of when I read it. Yeah. That is classic. Well, to be fair, nobody around me knew better than, than to say, oh, they did play it, so I got away with it. You were just like... <laughs> they, they just think they didn't play Davidian. I was like, they can't <laughs> not play Davidian. They must play it. They must be coming back on. And they'd already <laughs> fucking played it. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there for that. Um, Luke Marples wrote... <laughs> Luke Marples wrote uh, I was just finishing my exams at school uh, and now I look at this thinking how amazing their main stages were back then it's true that was a we went through the lineup on, on the on the, the actual episode and it was just ridiculous Jack Scott wrote I wasn't born but system were probably amazing <laughs> <laughs> it's true though I mean, there's, there's another one from Gabe Matthews and he wrote I was only one so it just shows you, you know, it's cool that all these, you know, really young people are going to download and are downloaders now. It's crazy that they, you know, we were there getting pissed and they were one years old. Yeah. Absolute madness. I do crazy. I do wonder how many of, of the younger people like that would look into the older um, years, like 2003, mm. 2005. Because I did think when we, when we covered 2003 for the first time, I didn't really go into much of the history, but... Because I thought anybody who likes download would know about it, but that's probably <laughs> not necessarily true. I true, probably should have yeah. gone into a bit more 
bit more detail than I did. There probably are some sort of surface level people, like you said, they just go to the festival, they wouldn't look back at and the island laps. And there are people like us that want to know about, you know, the other years and all the shit. I mean, you know, you've been to all of them, but I didn't go to yeah. the first couple, so I do like to find stuff on them and be like, wow, man, I wish I was there. They look so awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's similar to. Uh, I haven't brought it up for a while. I'm not rubbing it in, but I never went to the first Sonosphere. And oh, I never... you said the word! <laughs> you said it, the cursed word. It. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I never really looked into that, like, at all. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if people don't look up the, the original years. I was going to say original word, well, the original. The early years of download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never looked yeah, at exactly. Monsters of Rock. So. Well, there's a lot of people here that are like that because they're like, yeah, um, you know, looking back and thinking, fuck, man, I wish I was there. And I'm, we do that. There's even a lot of, of the Monsters of Rock I'd look back on and go, fuck, can you imagine being there? Such yeah. a sick lineup. Like, I get that whenever I look at 2003 or four, and you were there, but I look at them and think, shit, man, I wish I was there. They were amazing, but <laughs> lucky bastard. Um, Paul Stephen Greener, that's all right. Paul Stephen Greener writes, uh, looks great. My best lineup was 2009. Absolute killer lineup. Obviously, we'll get around to that. I'll give you a, a, a quick preview. That is my favorite lineup of all time, 2009. Um, I, I don't think I would have noticed that a lot of people say 2009 was the best one if you hadn't have said it. But mm. it is a lot of people. Yeah, like, yeah. 2009 I, just sticks out that much for that little bit further than the rest of them for a lot of people yeah as i said before like it, when we get comments from people about these years obviously going through the podcast when we get further and further in i bet you any money we get loads of comments about 2009 i just noticed yeah. like look i'm like so many people just loved 2009 and i agree it was it was my favorite one so far um lee mccrudden wrote i went 0304 but had to work over the 05 weekend crying face that sucks mm. Um, Graham Housen Carter wrote absolute amazing weekend. Um, Raz Griffin, my first download. Uh, and then Dean Theron, Theron writes, I remember partying all night Saturday and going into the arena and thinking, do I struggle all day and see the bands and miss partying Sunday night or go and have a sleep and party Sunday night? <laughs> Sleep all day, missed the bands, but partied hard Sunday night, lol. Oh, <laughs> oh that's funny, man. I bet a lot of people do that as well, didn't they? Yeah, I I did it for um I'll talk about talk about that when I get there. But I, I think I should have said before when we were talking about like our our typical downloads. I found that I need to go for a nap around four in the afternoon to be able to party at night. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine it's cool yeah um I, I, I i'd admit it i've napped at download a few times even when i was like 21 22 yeah. Yeah. i napped at download a couple of times i ain't gonna deny it yeah I, I know some people who they could they can start drinking at nine in the morning and they will drink all day mm. not get tired not get too drunk and i don't know how they fucking do it if i start drinking, some people are just oh. built like that way man yeah just, they can just do it but yeah i'm with you man i get tired i'm like i do it more now maybe because i'm a bit older i'm like fuck i'm tired man <laughs> I, I need to like nap if i nap for a few hours i'll be like the most rago person here i'll be going mental i'll be drinking doing shots going crazy but 
I need that nap first to get yeah. that burst of energy <laughs> to do it. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um, right, in the last couple, um, Rob McManus wrote, I remember the great bottle war from the main stage to the hill. The sky was black from bottles. I also remember that was bad to be a him fan there as we were targeted. We <laughs> <laughs> were targeting him fans. And uh, Trivium opening up was bloody brilliant. And um, finally, Nikki Davis wrote, was my second year going and probably my favourite. So thank you everyone for sending all that stuff in. And I mean everyone across all the episodes I've read these out as well. We had so many replies. It's taken me three episodes to read out all of the request- responses we had from um, my question on the download group. So thanks very much. Hope you guys are listening. Go back and listen to all the others. Um, that's everything I have from our 2005 one. Have you got anything, Ad? Cool. Yeah, no, um, exactly the same as you. Thank you to everybody else. Uh, everybody else? You've already said it. Everybody. Thank you to everybody who got back to Simon on, on the Facebook there and uh, told us your stories. And you have got, you, you did the same for RIP, didn't you? So you got a lot of... Yeah, yeah we're going to do an RIP special. And um, I had loads of people write back to me about their experiences with RIP. I know that's something me and Adam want to delve into because we've both never done it before. So it was good to get other people's opinions on that. So yeah, yeah. loads of stuff to read out when the RIP special comes out. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I think that what that is everything for this episode. We ha- we have a blast doing this. We have so much fun. We hope it's just as fun for you guys to listen to as well. If you want to help us out and help us to reach some more downloaders, then by far the best thing is word of mouth. Uh, tell your t- just telling your friends about us. You know, br- bring us up in conversation. Talk about the show on social media. That really is the best thing that you can do for us or any other podcast. But another thing, well, we actually have a rating on Spotify now. I don't know how many people actually get to this bit of the show. I don't know if people just turn off when they get to the outro. But um, yeah, last episode, I asked people to uh, go and rate us on Spotify because you can actually do that now. Yeah. And um, we we have got a rating on there. Good. What is it? Two stars? Uh, No, no, it's five stars. Uh, but oh, wow. to start with, it wouldn't show what the rating was until enough people had done it. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you to anybody who has done that. Or, or like I said a minute ago, has just brought us up in conversation or shared us on social media. Uh, it really means the world to us. And if you if you like what you've heard, then keep doing it. It's going to be it, it really does help us out. If you want to reach out to us uh, about anything you've heard on this episode, uh, whether that's stories for campsite fuckery, anything we've missed out from any particular topic or any corrections, feedback or suggestions for new topics you want us to talk about. Uh, here are the places you can reach us. We're on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter as Dear Download Podcast. You can email us at deardownload2003 at gmail.com. That's 2003. And we'll see you in two weeks where we'll be talking about... Now we have a. I think we have a choice. We can go into the R.I.P. episode, or try and stick on the music industry side of things and try and talk about maybe get some guests. I don't know about guests. We'll see. Maybe we'll um maybe we'll break up the uh, theme slightly for for a for a week with the um with the R.I.P. and then maybe go back to it. But we don't know yet. Yeah, we're not sure. We're not sure. We 
Sometimes we have a plan and we plan things out for a long time. Other times we just do what the <laughs> hell we want, which is what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, so yeah, we, we might we might break up. Fuck the system. We might fuck the system. <laughs> um, yeah, we might we might break up the system and talk about RIP. I think that'd be fun because we got some people who've been waiting to come on and uh, chat to us as well about that. So Simon, Simon, where can people find you? People can find me as Fonzie underscore Simon on Instagram, and people can find me on YouTube as Simon Bond because uh, you know I'm, I'm planning all my videos now for the festival season and leading up to that so a lot of, i'm going to be doing a lot of stuff on youtube so yeah that's it uh well as the end as it's the end of the show then i suppose it's goodbye from simon goodbye and a goodbye from me goodbye <laughs>